0: So, in this exciting episode, we are going to be dealing with uh, a thing that has become a thing uh, uh, among SysOps and DevOps. And this is something called the Read Only Friday. Uh, and we're going to get to the bottom of <laughs> does the a, does a Read Only Friday make any sense? No, what does done. it actually? What does it actually mean? Uh, is it a good practice? And should you be doing it, uh, or shouldn't you be doing it? Uh, Whether it's going to join me in this uh, beautiful uh, expedition towards uh, best practices in the IT. And everything that we are talking about is going to happen after this intro. Welcome to the Dead IT Show. Mm -hmm. Please roll the uh, aforementioned intro.
1: I have a question before we start. Do you? Yes. Yes. What the hell does Read Only Friday have to do with best practices in IT? I'm sure that you have something to say to that, so please tell me.
0: Uh, I think that Read Only Friday and uh, a person that uh, is uh, following the idea of Read Only Friday is one of the best ways of uh, determining if, if a particular environment follows the best practices. Because if you see that you have a company <laughs>
1: okay.
0: that, is, that has a strict read-only Friday policy, okay. that usually means that they have n- no other policies that make sure that they have any kind of best practices imp- implemented. If you are af- afraid to do something on any given day of the week, mm-hmm. this is because you don't have procedures that are correct. You're not following the best practices, you're uh, afraid of your backups, you're afraid of your production, you're afraid of your testing, you're afraid of different parts of your company, because you are afraid to do something on a given day, simply because this may uh, create additional work for you. Okay. If your environment is um, uh, created in such a way that it works, it doesn't matter on which day you're pushing to production, you should be able to push it on Friday, on Saturday, on Sunday, on Monday, whatever. Schedule it at whenever. Uh, schedule it at uh, midnight because you know what is going to happen. You know what is the way out and wh- how the things are happening. So I think that the read on Friday is partly a joke, mm-hmm. but also partly a good way of understanding that if there's if there is a problem in an orga- organization.
1: Okay, so we're done with the episode. Bye.
0: Yes, but let's start with the beginning. Uh, Let's try to really,
1: yes, you want to start at the beginning? Yes. How novel
0: of you? Uh, The first thing I want to uh, talk about is why Friday?
1: That was actually going to be my first question as well. Because first,
0: uh, because there's a
1: simple solution to this problem. Yes, four day working week.
0: Okay, this is one one thing. And the other thing is that I would consider my Monday to be, I want it to be read only.
1: Yes, on Monday you and by extension, most of us in our office, I would say, and me as well, not always, but very often on Monday, we are not ready to work.
0: Uh, it's not that we are not ready to work, but uh, usually the job of uh, DevOps or uh, usually ops primarily, mm-hmm. so the sys admins is to respond to tickets. Uh, and I would say that the stupidest tickets come in on Monday. I want my Monday to be read-only from my perspective so that I can deal with the tickets and not
1: go insane. I want, if we have read-only something, I want read-only Wednesday.
0: Okay, this is going to take a little bit of convincing, but yes.
1: Because uh, on Wednesday, this this follows along with some of the history data that I have about a lot of companies that I work for. Viral as operations manager, IOPS requests, network data, bandwidth, whatnot. Usually, the most things that are done inside the company, in my experience, is in the middle of the week.
0: Yes, because people on Monday are less productive. Uh, less productive. On Tuesday, they are getting warmed up.
1: Yes, on but Wednesday on Wednesday they are.
0: Yes, they are working. Con tuta la forza. Yes, they're they're working, and then the enthusiasm uh, breaks down. Uh, it's about yes, and the other thing, but the the thing so that so I convinced you. No. Because if I want to push something into production and I do it on Wednesday, I know that everybody's going to be on board and their best. If I try to push something on Monday, I know that nobody is on board. Nobody knows, knows what he's doing. Uh, half of the team is uh, still trying to remember the password uh, to log in. So I want to deal with those. Mm-hmm. And then when they're up to speed, I want to uh, work with them together and try to come to a solution that works. So. From my perspective, Monday is the ideal uh, day to be uh, the read-only day. ROW,
1: read-only Wednesday. Read-only, okay, read-only Wednesday. And and I'm not playing a joke on you related to computer architecture at all.
0: Yes, but then you are just, you are just pushing uh, your job uh, to a day when nobody's at their best. Mm -hmm. So you're wasting the biggest opportunity during the week to uh, get it done right.
1: I wanted to kind of like throw this into the discussion because literally I don't think that. Yes. This is just a joke. Because one of the most complex things that I did in IT in my 25 plus year career of it is actually doing an upgrade in our environment when we were switching from Hyper-V to VMware-based Hypervisor some six or seven years ago, I did it on Wednesday on purpose, specifically for the reason that I mentioned, because that's the busiest day. Yes. I, was, I was being a little bit idiot on purpose for humorous reasons, because I wanted to prove a point. So, uh, actually, I definitely don't think that we should have a read-only Wednesday. I don't think we should have a read-only anything. Uh, of the solution of the problem if we work too much and if uh, the there is a, a discrepancy between the amount of hours or days even uh, that we can apply to the amount of days that we work versus not I think that should be arranged in a different way for me reading a couple of articles about read only friday seems read only friday to me seems like a super convenient excuse
0: it's just a meme it basically, it's a meme that uh, came to be because people wanted to have a, they, they call it, they wanted to have a normal Saturday or Sunday. Mm-hmm. Uh, Which we completely understand. But we actually completely understand, but from my point of view, uh, if you ha- are unable to do your job during your job uh, work hours, okay, mm-hmm. there are some things that cannot be done uh, mm-hmm. during work hours, but with today's systems, Uh, Clustering, um, redundancy, uh, load load, load balancing, the balances, uh, failover clustering, and so on. So basically, failover, uh, whatever. Uh, I cannot name uh, a thing that cannot be done during the workday. The only reason why something should be done during the off hours. Could be that you are trying to uh, go uh, for a time when the the bandwidth or the demands for the system are so low so that you don't have to wait for the load balances, everything else to stabilize themselves um, quickly. But this is the only thing that I can remember, uh, that that I can think of that uh, make any sense.
1: I had a situation some six or seven years ago with some people from a very big bank came to education related to something related to Microsoft. And one of them told me in the off hours, basically, where we were having a coffee break, that his manager is forcing him to do a live change of virtual machine configuration. Virtual machine was a database virtual machine. And the change was uh, he wanted to do scale up, basically, to add additional CPU power and uh, a lot more memory. And he asked me what to do how to approach the topic. I told him to resign. Yes, I think I, that's a responsible answer. He was laughing, but I was that serious when, when he realized that he is still laughing and he checked my face and saw that I'm that serious, you know, this, uh, the moment of realization. Yes, the, that's a description of read only Friday for me because it was on Friday that he, that he was supposed to do that.
0: Uh, the. Uh, if you are working in an environment and you are afraid to do something, you're doing it wrong.
1: Or it's impossible to do. In N- this no. case, it's impossible to do it.
0: Yes, but uh, it's not that it's possible or impossible to do it. You are doing it wrong. If you are uh, afraid to do something, that means that you know that it can be done, but you don't want to do it for reason, one reason or the other.
1: The yeah, blue screen of death seems to be a good reason not to do that.
0: Okay. but. Okay, but blue screen of death shouldn't be a problem in today's systems. Uh, yet it is. Yes, yet it is. Okay, <laughs> but uh, I have. Uh, to be completely honest, I haven't seen a blue screen of death uh, in a long time. I'm running Windows 11, so I should be seeing it this, a lot. This is
1: the part in, at which he's trolling me.
0: Yes, and I haven't seen it in months. Mm-hmm. Uh, the only thing that triggered that blue, th- blue screen of death for me in the last year or so, is the video card. So uh, I don't see a problem with uh, doing anything else.
1: You can continue trolling me with my Windows 10 up uh, constantly side updating and, si- and update cycle, uh, revert cycle. Yes, well. but you
0: you you have your side grade uh, Windows 10. So they're basically not upgrading, not downgrading. They're just doing the. It's just
1: uh, so funny to watch that happen
0: not so funny if i need to restart them because they are just uh, stuck in loop
1: did i tell you the story of windows random reboot function mm, uh, this I... was back from our way back from our journalistic days okay i was at CBIT and i had a, a meeting with nvidia hi luciano by the way okay and they had a couple of drinks it was nvidia party that day and we met uh, in in one of the halls and they a asked me what drinks. what yes. are we doing tonight and i said we're going to a party and then we're going to go back to our uh, uh, to our room to do some testing he asked me what we are testing i told him we are testing uh, amd's crossfire it was still ati back then but still and he told me do you have any preliminary results i said yes and which he asked me which uh, which results were those and i said i have a patented windows uh, random reboot function he literally sat down and started crying laughing uh, and this is a guy who is an NVIDIA PR marketing uh, like boss for EMEA region, but still he's, he's a very decent, decent dude who, uh, who didn't ever try to manipulate me or lie to me or something. But it was so funny to hear that because that was the, uh, the time of NVIDIA SLI and Crossfire. Yeah, while we're on the topic of blue screens. While um, we're on
0: the topic um, of blue screens, uh, I heard that uh, Intel has managed to fix the drivers for the graphic cards.
1: While we're on the subject of blue screens, the, the most recent one was uh, Microsoft's updates for Windows Server running on VMware Sphere. Do You remember that one? UEFI-based uh, virtual machines. Yeah. Okay. Yes.
0: Yes. 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 So you okay. haven't
1: seen any. Yeah, that's good. So that means that you haven't done any updates lately. Okay.
0: Uh, I'm not doing updates if you don't need to, except on Windows 11. <laughs> I just click. I, I, I when well, with Windows 11. I decided uh, I'm going to stick with the Read Only Friday team and not care about the I'm going to, I'm just going to accept everything. If -hmm. Windows says that it needs to update, fine. If it needs to change the driver, fine. If it asks me to uh, reiterate that I still want to use my fingerprint on my uh, uh, laptop as I had been using it for the last five years, fine. Uh, Today I was asked this. It tried to check on me if I still wanted to use the fingerprint after I use the fingerprint to log in.
1: It is, it is trying to be your compadre. It's no, trying think, to be your, your virtual uh, digital friend.
0: I don't even need any more digital friends. I don't need any more friends at all. I just want to be, I just want you just to be, need
1: generic friends.
0: I want to be left alone uh, so I can do my job. And this
1: is one of those things that uh, Windows is uh, spectacular failing to do. For me, the only application of Read Only Friday would actually be on Windows desktops because they annoyed the hell out of me mostly on Friday. For some reason, uh, this is when most of my problems with Windows PCs tend to happen. And usually on Friday, I I am actually doing some critical work on a backup system or connected via VPN to something because that's the window to do it Friday evening or something like that. Most of the problems that I encounter in in, uh, my, let's say IT uh, engineering uh, slash consultancy jobs are usually related to Friday. So I understand read only Friday, but uh, in my life, it's everything but to read only Friday.
0: Okay, but let's go and let's now switch to another thing. Uh, scheduled downtimes. Okay. Do you think that they makes sense?
1: A, yes. Or B, if you design your system properly and your applications support that and you know what your applications do and you know how to configure and design stuff, they're not necessary. Okay. If you
0: have the... Uh, Hardware, if you have the software, if you have the design, your design done right, okay. I'm completely with you. But
1: which is a rare thing.
0: Which is a rare thing because uh, usually what we are call, uh, dealing with is the uh, smaller installations. So we are not not talking about uh, huge clusters of uh, tens of uh, servers. We are talking about uh, smaller firms that have one or two uh, servers that are running whatever application for them. It the, is.
1: the downtime window is something that's strange for smaller companies, generally speaking, because most of them, in my experience, tend to do things whenever they feel like to do it, like doing it.
0: Okay, but uh, today in today's world, my experience from the from the okay for the midsize uh, mm-hmm. companies is that they are they started using a lot of uh, people who are working from home, mm-hmm. so that you cannot. Uh, Consider time after uh, five o'clock in the uh, afternoon to be off time, Mm -hmm. because rarely is anybody off. People are doing in uh, different uh, they're working at at, uh, strange times, so you need to schedule some time off if you want to do something. And my perspective, I ask you what your perspective. My perspective is that uh, downtime should be scheduled. Of course. And I think that downtime should be scheduled mandatory. So I sh- I'm always trying to push for mandatory downtime uh, at a fixed time in the month. So I'm saying uh, completely reasonable policy. And and then if I don't have anything to do, mm-hmm. I still bring the system down, of course, because I want to show the people that this is going to happen. So every Thursday after between six and 615, uh, the downtime is going to happen. And it always happens just to make them learn that this is going to happen so that when I need to do something, I have this downtime window uh, completely free. Because if I, if, if I don't do the, uh, if I don't bring the system down, they're going to forget that this is going
1: to happen. Okay, I have a couple of things to add to this. Very interesting discussion. So from my standpoint, going back to my uh, to my comment about design even the biggest companies in in our country and but, but by extension in the world, usually when they are introducing some changes because of the fact that you cannot produce a hundred percent available system, it is a statistical improbability, not impossibility improbability. They usually have uh, either uh, let's say a scheduled downtime just like you said in some kind of a rhythm monthly or they create an upgrade update window, when there is a need to do that, especially if there are some critical problems that need to be solved or whatnot. That's the first part of the story, Uh, which means that I'm completely with you in terms of the scheduled downtime. That's a most reasonable IT approach to doing updates, upgrades, and solving problems. The second part of that story, which uh, heavily uh, actually goes back to my comment about the design. Um, I do a lot of these heavy cloud courses for various IT vendors and for my clients, I do quite a bit of design for their infrastructure. And in my experience, the second that discussion becomes a discussion about availability, that, that's the second where the, the actual content of the discussion goes downhill, because usually you lead that discussion with Excel IT managers who only understand numbers without understanding what the backend is and only treat that as everything needs to be hundred percent available without thinking what that means, actually. Literally, if you checked through some of the books that I had to go to for my PhD studies last year, and if you go to, there is a whole mathematics and formulas and statistics behind calculations for this. And it's not exactly very simple, by the way, mathematics, it's quite advanced. There is almost no way to produce an IT system which is 100% available. So, even saying that is insanity.
0: Okay. 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 I'm just going but to make a funny point. Sorry. Yeah. Because I have met uh, people who managed to create a 100% available system. Okay. By redefining the SLA in mm-hmm. such a way that more or less their system has to be online 15 minutes uh, a day during. The work hours, mm-hmm. but at any time during the work hours. Mm-hmm. So if they are able to pull off uh, fifteen minutes uh, a day, continuous uh, availability, uh, continuous availability during the
1: uh, work day, that's they're completely fine. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, that's called that's called willy nilly SL. Yeah, that's that's yeah. called rede- redefining the reality. Yes, that, that's bending the reality. Yeah, yes, I, I agree. But what I'm talking about, obvious, is obvious. Something.
0: Normal systems, yes. Uh,
1: which brings us to the topic about the economy of that. And this is something that we discussed more than a few times, and I always discuss this with our students. Because the economy of availability and cost, when you draw it in an X, Y axis, dependability uh, curve for that, you soon realize that the cost grows exponentially when you add additional nine to the availability chart yes okay. or, to, or to the backup chart to be yeah uh, whatever And this is just a, a rough estimate depending on the situ- situation and scenario but you can easily go like 10 times more expensive if you want to go from 99 to 99.9 but i think that
0: i think that uh, in today's world that you are uh, the growth of the potential uh, financial uh, amount of uh, financial amount that you need to pay for the additional uh, 9 is going to be exponential by itself yeah, yeah, yeah. So first nine is going to be 10 times. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Next one another, is going to be 100 yeah. and then 1,000.
1: I, I think it's a little bit less than this, but still the the, the, the pattern is there. Yes. Definitely. Hence the reason why I said that most of that can be alleviated by a smart design. But the problem with that is the fact that if you want to do smart design, it's not only about the hardware, it's not only about the CPUs, the PC express slots, the memory, the storage, the this to that, it's about applications. And that's where most of the projects that I've been involved with fail because the people who are supposed to design those systems do not understand which applications work in which way, and they don't even know which applications they're running, which is the topic that we also briefly discussed in some of the previous episodes, and we're gonna discuss that in in one of the future episodes related to security, because having inventory of applications is fundamental to enterprise IT. If you don't know that VM1 is doing exchange, VM2 is doing SQL, VM3 is doing file server, what are we talking about? But in, in today's world
0: uh, of uh, docker's containers uh, VM uh, VMs uh, yeah, it's multiple difficult to map it out It's uh difficult to map it out even if you have a single small uh small business
1: It's not uh, there there are solutions for that that work very well Yes you just but just need but, to be aware of the fact that they exist and pay for
0: them yeah, Yes but you have to you have to make a conscious effort Yes And and smaller businesses tend to uh, think that they are going to sort it out uh, somehow by uh, just, b- b- truth th- fairy. Uh, to, to, uh, okay, I'm going to go with through ma- with magic. Mm-hmm. So whenever they need something, it is going to be obvious because it is the the system is obvious.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, the way to solve the problem is also very obvious.
0: And then you come to a point where a small company has uh, four databases running on five different uh, VMs for no particular reason. Mm-hmm because nobody knows how to create their own uh, uh, concurrent database uh, on one server. And then you run into problems very, very, very quickly.
1: And then no amount of read-only Fridays is going to help.
0: And this is the reason why read-only Friday exists. Mm -hmm. Because the read-only Friday is the brainchild of that scenario. Yes, and is the brainchild of a person who has tried to uh, fix a thing that wasn't documented, wasn't working correctly. Was misdesigned. Was, was misdesigned and then it broke.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And then he realized that he doesn't know how to unbreak it because he cannot fix it.
1: He can usually just unbreak
0: it. So make it work or uh, every ripos- time I
1: hear that word "unbreak," break, I'm all in the Tony Braxton song.
0: Yeah, So if, if you break something break my
1: app, it, we could do a, uh, no, no, a no, 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 God, let's, no, 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 God, let's not Let's <laughs> not go
0: there. Uh, uh, if you break something, you can apply a uh, tape over it. Mm-hmm. And then if it's a system, the only way to fix it is just to put another tape in the place where the last tape was, Mm -hmm. because you cannot fix it. You cannot uh, suddenly uh, realize all the problems and then while fixing the system, fix the entire system. So you're basically just unbreaking the system and hoping for the best. And this is usually uh, the time when I quit. When I realize that I'm not going to be able to, I'm not going to be able to do anything on the system because uh, the system itself is unfixable, and the management doesn't does, doesn't understand that there is a problem. Mm-hmm. And this is this is when you start either start drinking or start quitting,
1: or both. No,
0: let's quit. <laughs> it's it's, it's, it's m- more
1: healthy. Yes, it's more healthy. Yeah, I agree with you. Actually, t- to to your point and to the topic of this episode and the episode about Excel IT management, which I find to be more compelling every single freaking day and we need to do some follow-ups to that as well. Do you think that Excel IT managers are more prone to having read-only Fridays? What's your take?
0: Uh, Yes, yes, because if you tell them that if nothing is done on Friday, they are not going to pay for uh, additional working hours on uh, Saturday, they're happy. Mm -hmm. They don't see the problem with with this. Just the opportunity of not paying uh, somebody for uh, something that may or may not be done.
1: Forest and the tree problem.
0: Yes, but I think that this is one of the reasons why uh, Read Only Fridays uh, even exist. Because it it's enables- such
1: a convoluted and corrupted way of thinking about reality of IT that it's- incredible.
0: Yes, but when you are being a cynical old uh, bastard operator, uh, you tend to realize that if you call your uh, Excel manager and tell him that uh, everything that is being done on Friday can create additional cost, you're going to get your Friday free, basically.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So you Work are, free, you mean. Yes, so you get your Friday, uh, four-day week, uh, four-day work week <laughs> without without doing anything else. Other so manipulation, than, that's all about it. Yes, and, and I think that this is one of the biggest uh, reasons why it even exists. It enables uh, a, a SysOp, on a a non-functional team to say, okay, let's not uh, do anything on Friday because it's dangerous because the additional hours may be done uh, tomorrow. We all want to be at home. So nothing is done on Friday.
1: Okay, follow up question. What's the difference between the Friday and the Monday in that scenario? On Monday, the sun is set differently or the air temperature is different or there is some kind of a zodiac constellation that is going to no, make everything No, but additional
0: work uh, is then done on Tuesday and this is normal work. So you don't get to do anything special. You're just getting paid. And this is one of those things that people don't like. They don't like doing additional work while they're getting paid for the normal work.
1: It seems sounds so counterproductive. Yes, it's 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 basically it's basically the way the every bureaucracy works in uh, no, no, the way in which every bu- bureaucracy averages itself.
0: Yes, because people want to stamp their uh, stem their papers, and suddenly you say, okay, instead of stamping the papers today, you are going to uh, sign them. Oh, that's additional work. Mm-hmm. So they don't want to do the additional work. They're completely happy with uh, stamping the papers for eight, uh, eight hours, but uh, uh, signing is completely out of the question.
1: I think that this uh, the, the, the comment that I'm about to say might trigger people a little bit. Uh, but it comes from my experience of somebody who owns the company and has had it for 20 plus years, just like you, I find myself to be probably at my most productive in terms of doing the, the stuff that we just discussed, IT configuration changes, updates, upgrades over the weekend. There is a point to this that needs to be made and it needs to be absolutely clear. I do get paid for that extra, which is what should be normal. So I shouldn't even have to point this out. That being said, I find myself to be working at my best for those set of things that I need to do because specifically in most of the occasions, there aren't people in the office. There are no people. Yes, this is
0: is what I was uh, was trying to say. Uh, The reason why... Uh, every and each one of us is usually better at work in the evening, during the night and during the weekends. There are no level
1: one support calls. There are
0: no users. Yes. There are no users. Or if there are users, you can quickly um, uh, deal with them by just saying, okay, why are you working? These are non-working hours, go away. Mm -hmm. And this is something that can be done. And then you are free. this is something that should be done. And then you are free to um, deal with the problem that you have. So nobody's going to
1: interrupt you. And usually... Um, Thank you for mentioning that because the point there is there are certain IT things that we need to do in our environments, which require continuous effort of a couple of hours. And if somebody is constantly interrupting, you cannot do it properly.
0: The problem is that sometimes people don't understand that uh, working in IT is not shuffling coal.
1: You yeah it's, cannot, it's not time sliced environment
0: yes you cannot you cannot just be interrupted and then continue shuffling shuffling your call there's no way for you to just stop do something else come back uh restart your work
1: there's uh, there's actually another point to be made here which uh is uh, so what i'm about to say is not something that i'm that i'm saying to you i'm okay. saying it in general people have a nasty tendency of taking a shitload of liberties with other people's time. Yes, which is one of the most annoying habits that uh, most people around me have. I'm I, not talking about you. Just to, just to point I'm just out. I'm
0: just going to say that this is normal and this is going it's, to happen even more.
1: No, no, it's not it's normal if you let it be normal. No, I think that the
0: problem is that people uh, are getting more and more uh, inefficient in planning their own time. Because so they of the feel very comfortable no, 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 no. planning other people's time. No, no, this is one thing. And the other thing is that uh, trying to understand or estimate how something, uh, how much something is going to uh, take. take. How much time? How much time is something going to this take? This is something that you are very bad at. Uh, but it's not only me. No, no, no! I'm it's not a lot saying. Of people. I'm it's not, a lot of
1: people. I'm not necessarily saying that as a criticism, just as a. No, statement no, no no, of fact. no, no, no,
0: no, I'm just, I'm just saying that uh, you need to be a certain kind of uh, character mm-hmm. uh, that is going to project uh, 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 of aura of inapproachability, mm-hmm. so that people leave you alone, so that you mm-hmm. can actually uh, do the, stuff that, you uh, need do to the do. stuff that you need to do. And if you try to be a nice person, like mm-hmm. I am. Uh, sometimes you just have a problem because people keep interrupting you and you have absolutely no idea how, how much something is going to take because you don't, have how, uh, you don't know how much people are going to take uh, away from you and I think that the, the biggest problem is not the, the over or underestimation of the uh, time it takes to do something
1: but the inability of telling people off that's that's in your case that's the first problem i think it's not only in my no, case no 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 i'm specifically now talking about your case because i want uh, there is a point that i want to make there which is a, a huge part of the explanation why you are bad at uh, time planning it's actually not your fault uh, it's only partially but a small part of it it is because the the, uh, the, uh, the 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 stuff that you do for example grading the exams best example for this one student writes the, the way he or she writes is readable. The second one writes so that it's not. The third one draws a picture that you cannot decipher. The fourth one is it. demanding. It it's is demanding. It's not that it's in, uh, statistical improbability that you are ever going to say correct amount of time. That you require for certain tasks, and I am aware of that fact as well. Okay, this, so not, I'm only just kind of like teasing you in that. But I, I don't think that this
0: is this is the biggest problem. I think, I the think biggest, it is. No, I think that the biggest problem is that people who are around you uh, rarely are able to understand how much conscious effort it takes to uh, read, read
1: thousands of pages of exams, for example, as a repetitive task. I agree.
0: Yes, because. Reading a hundred pages is not going to be uh,
1: ten times less than reading a thousand pages. Do we need to read only Fridays for that type of situation? Uh, I wouldn't call it read only, not for reading the exams. Everything but the exams.
0: I'm going to call for uh, something that could be called, I don't know, uh, no context Fridays.
1: So. Perfectly reasonable,
0: basically, basically a way of uh, taking a day off from communicating with everybody else to be able to keep up with the rest of the work that has to be done without interruptions.
1: Hence what I'm about to say to you related to our job. This is exactly the practice that we are going to introduce from the next academic year. Yes, and it's going to be on Wednesday. <laughs> uh, no contact Wednesday and yes. read only Friday. Yes. yes. <laughs> so two days less work for you. No, 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 no. I'm going to work on fr-
0: Friday. No, 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 no. But you shouldn't. No changes. No changes. You shouldn't. That's the whole purpose of it. No, no. You need to find the work that uh, requires no changes for me.
1: Oh, okay. So no work. <laughs> No, that's, that's uh, I, I was only using this as, as a joke, so I'm not literally uh, mean w- what I what I said to you, because I am aware of the complexities of said work and other uh, people's work, especially in IT, because uh, let's just give one very straightforward example. Let's say that you have an environment with 10 virtual machines running Windows Server something. Uh, if you do Windows updates and you do it in sequence, okay? Those machines are on the same storage same powered servers, same performance, whatnot. The amount of time that it requires for update of VM 1 and 10 and everything in between is not going to be even remotely the same.
0: But you are running in WSS, you are able to to do the updates automatically.
1: Sure, sure. Clusterware updates. (laughs) Yes, yes. As if that works ever. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah. no, I I would never do that. I, I do sequential updates always. I plan time for that. Unless it's very late in the evening, like after midnight or something like that i you know that i'm almost always awake uh, uh, at at those times because uh, if i'm awake then if something needs uh, to be done urgently that is the best opportunity for me to do it doesn't really matter what the day is especially on critical parts of the infrastructure for example i don't know fortinet fortigate uh Uh, for firmwares for their firewalls or something like that. That's the by far the best way to do it uh, from operational perspective because I'm not going to get the phone call for that. If something goes wrong, I can still run uh, to the office early in the morning and fix something. And I usually have at least some kind of a spare device that I can apply some rules to and kind of like temporarily fix the problem. Usually, not always.
0: I'm going to be just completely honest and say that I don't remember that I ever did uh, any update or any uh, refresh of anything in a, on the system that wasn't done after 10 o'clock in the evening. I usually plan, plan those, especially uh, during the uh, during the weekday, mm-hmm. uh, because I want uh, to be able first to, do, to deal with it in the morning. Mm-hmm. And the second thing is that nobody's going to work uh, during the week. People tend to work during the weekend mm-hmm. because they want to finish things up, but nobody is working. people. Yes, but uh, nobody is going to work during the week because they they know that they can do them. Uh, they can do whatever they need to do in the morning. So even the people who are using uh, VPN to do, do work from home are usually not doing the work from uh, home. Actually. Work from actually during the week.
1: Is that laziness complacency or something else?
0: I think it's just normal uh, human perspective
1: the standard mode of operation
0: Yes because uh, I think that what uh, working from home did for us mm-hmm. and for all the people who are uh, working uh, at home uh, working from home and can work from home is that people stopped thinking about the working week as a week. Mm-hmm. They uh, consider Saturday, Sunday Sunday as an additional day when they can do additional work. But they're splitting the work that usually gets done during the week into those two days. So they're not they're not working for eight hours, they're working for four and four or five hours during the week and then they're uh, getting some extra hours over getting the some extra hours during the during the weekend in the morning and evening and so. And I think that this is this is much more natural t- way of doing things that uh, than, than the work week is.
1: Can I add my two cents to that discussion, but uh, 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 kind of like discuss our standpoint for this from from education uh, background? For us, working from home was a hell of a lot more work. Yes, indescribably more work. But and I, a lot of people, let me make my case and my point. A lot of people thought that we had a lot less to do in education when we when C-19 started and when we basically over the course of a weekend went to online classes.
0: Uh, I'm not going to even go into that discussion because- You should, uh, you were a part of that. Too. No, but, but uh, this is the reason why I want, uh, because people tend to think that people in education don't do anything during the summer. Uh, I'd like to
1: challenge any single person doing that to come here, work for a couple of months for us, to take your workload in terms of exams, and our colleagues as well and then take my workload over the course of what's, what people t- uh, treat as uh, n- n- do not doing anything during the summer but because that would be a very, very, very sobering experience. I think it's one of those things that,
0: uh, where people don't understand that uh, there are jobs where you can take your t- time off whenever you want uh, because you are whatever, uh, doing something in the office. Uh, somebody can take over but when you are teaching somebody uh, the opportunities for people to take over from you are much less useful for the students and uh, make no sense from your point because you are losing the you are losing the opportunity to say something because even if you you and me uh, decide on what we are going to teach uh, in a week and i need to take one day off Mm -hmm. you are going to fill in for me we're going to do an excellent job, but you are probably going to forget or not know about some nuance that I was just pushing into the, into the and this is going to create problems down the, uh, down the line. Absolutely. And this is something that people don't think about. And then they say, okay, why don't you take your Wednesday off because I cannot. And mm-hmm. this is one of those things that uh, always annoys me uh, when people say, okay, we are going to take the uh, extended weekend or whatever, and I had to work on Saturday. Mm-hmm. But I had to work on Saturday. That's that's it. Fact of life, yeah. Yes. I can change and make your life miserable by making you work on Saturday, mm-hmm. but it's it's not going to change the uh, the problem that they have.
1: No, there's work to be done. Somebody has to do it. Yes. It's because the same. Because we have classes on Saturday.
0: It's, it's I think it's the same where people don't understand that uh, doctors have to do it, uh, firefighters have to do it, police have to of do it. critical services, yeah. Yes, but even the doctors have a problem with this. Of course they do. And people don't they understand... They work
1: crazy hours. Uh,
0: I, okay. Uh, I'm going to go with the hours that the doctors work is are something that I honestly don't understand from my perspective. I don't understand why they are unable to create uh, normal working hours. Uh, so 888 eight, eight hours uh, shift so that they are uh, more um, rested and they that they perform better.
1: No, it, I really don't want to get into this. You worked for... A hospital for better part of 20 years. Yes. I have a brother who who is a neurosurgeon, so we both know the story of that. Let's not get into this. Yes, but it, it's it, just it's going to piss us off. Yes, it's a complicated because in thing. Their, in their case, they should have read only Fridays and Saturdays and Sundays, I think which they don't have. I think
0: that the first thing that uh, they should have is that the ability to say, okay, I'm not going to do this.
1: And this is something that we have and they don't. Actually, I was going to expand on that and your previous uh, train of thought by saying that we are actually quite uh, fortunate, both of us, and with some of the colleagues that we have as well, because we actually can replace one another in vast majority of the situations because our areas of expertise are intertwined heavily, and there are some bits and pieces in which one of us is better than the other, which is normal. So um, most of the stuff that I do, you could do and vice versa. And there are some things that you couldn't do for me and vice versa. And, which means that we are basically very lucky because it's not something that happens often in the area of, of IT, which is very, very big, it's uh, not a small
0: thing. And we have come to a point that I just wanted to make that doesn't uh, have direct connection to read only Friday, but, but it's connected to the way things are updated. Uh, do you think that working in pairs, when you're doing doing critical updates, makes sense?
1: Absolutely. Uh, and I never had that. And uh, it pisses me off.
0: Uh, I was trying to I was trying to push for that in a company that I was working for, and they said that this is a waste of time. It's not. And I, I my counter argument was that when you're doing something in two o'clock in the morning, mm-hmm. because it was the time when we had the scheduled uh, time off, you are not at your best. Uh, especially if you're doing this uh, on Friday, unfortunately, uh, in the hospitals, uh, usually we didn't do it on Friday. The most, uh, the most uh, opportune uh, uh, moment was Sunday. Usually, no, no, Wednesday. Wednesday, okay. Wednesday, Wednesday to Thursday, because the Wednesday is the least uh, when you do, you're dealing with systems in the hospital it is the least uh, probable day uh, that something big is going to happen. On okay. Friday, people drink, go to the hospital. On Thursday, you have a problem Their because people- are holidays
1: and whatnot, yes, much more. But on Wednesday, to, yeah.
0: people are not driving uh, driving around, people are not uh, not eating too much. So the normal emergency uh, emergency cases that normally happen during the weekend don't happen during, uh, on Wednesday. So Wednesday to Thursday is usually the best uh, time for doing an up- upgrade. Okay. But Once you have done the entire Wednesday of a normal normal working hours, then you came home, you got your uh, supper ready, you did whatever you did need to do with your family. And then you waited until two o'clock in the morning. You are not Not, even close to the, not even close to your best. And you should be having a wingman that uh, is going to help you go through everything. And this is going to sound first, uh, extremely uh, strange to somebody who didn't do it. Mm And the other thing especially is, especially
1: th- in, uh, especially as an algorithm for a longer period of time, and
0: especially when he sees that you are uh, talking to the, to another person, like both of you don't know what they're doing. Mm-hmm. So if I tell you I'm not going, not now going to uh, turn off the database, for a normal for a person who is a manager, this looks like why are you saying this? This mm-hmm. is a simple thing, but this is one of those things th- where I think that having a second person. Uh, doing this, um, uh, doing the overview or checking what you did is something that is a must have. And this is the reason why pilots are important.
1: No, actually I was going to go in that direction with my example, which would be driver co-driver. If yes. you're driving like for a long route, having somebody next to you is essentially important. To your point, I actually have this, which is why I enjoy being an external consultant for some companies, especially for companies that are 27,000 certified because they have to have somebody who is following me. Yes. So that's basically your scenario applied as a must-have. I love that. I have a couple of companies with, with that scenario. And actually, I think both of us, both myself and the colleague that has to follow me, Because of this interaction, that this give and take that you were saying, we need to shut down the database, you know, checkup mechanism, whatnot. I think we both appreciate that because it's a process that fundamentally works well.
0: Yes, and it makes uh, working easier.
1: No, it makes working easier. It does and more interesting uh, because less boring.
0: uh, If you no no, but okay, it's not necessarily less boring. But I think that if you are able to uh, vocalize what you're doing, you are able to make sure that first you know what you're doing. And the other thing is that you are not going to do additional steps mm-hmm. because you are stating the steps that you're doing right now. So you're not going to cut corners. Mm-hmm. And this is the reason why it exists. Mm-hmm. And uh, do, uh, working without this is what creates uh, read-on Fridays. Problems. No, it read-on creates and read-on, read-on and Fridays. Okay. So I think that we have come to, a, uh, to uh, the, the, the full uh, circle, circle? Uh, uh, to the idea of read-on Fridays exist Simply because people are overworked, they don't have a a clear plan in their head what they want to do. They're working in an environment that usually is not set up well, and then they make mistakes that are inevitably going to create additional work for them. And this is, all of those things can be uh, fixed. So Read Only Fridays shouldn't be a thing other than a meme, just simply because there are ways to avoid them.
1: Yeah, there are two main ways how to do it. First one, proper documentation, which is something that we're really lacking in IT on average. Everybody knows that. And the second thing, uh, I would say that you can automate orchestrate stuff, but that would be the the approach of somebody who is looking at it from a very high perspective. I would actually comment on this in a different way as much as we can we, we should do something like infrastructure as a code ansible or something like that which uh, can be an essential and big help in these sorts of situations yes yes it it can do uh, th- those concepts can do such an enormous amount of work for us in less than uh, you know in, in a couple of seconds way more than we could do it manually uh, by creating
0: every service as a non critical service you are basically uh, completely avoiding the problem mm. and this can be done
1: yeah, and good design helps. Yes, but uh, the good design
0: is just creating a system that consists uh, consists of only non critical services. Mm-hmm. As soon as you have a single critical service, you have a problem. Mm-hmm. And this problem can or can, may or may not happen, but you have a problem. If, Everybody has if, a critical if, service. Okay, but you can design a system without critical services mm. by uh, by uh,
1: creating redundancy. Okay, this is one of the one, one one ways, yeah, yeah, okay. so good design. I have a, a, less than controversial question for you. Okay. Let's imagine a scenario in which you had a read only Friday. Okay. You personally. Okay. On Friday, you usually have four or five different groups of, uh, lab works to do. Okay. How would that impact your life? In a, some kind of an imaginary scenario, if you had that, what do you think would happen?
0: I think that it would be an amazing nothing uh, happening because the the job we do has one big plus side. And this biggest plus side mm-hmm. is that there is no need to check for backups of the lectures. Once you do a lecture, either you did it good or you made a mistake, but there is no retries and there is no uh, restores.
1: No takes-bakes.
0: So. If you are finished at five o'clock, you did five groups, you are completely snackered, but you did what you needed to do. That's it. I would actually
1: argue something else very important from a human perspective, which is you see the results of your work. Uh,
0: Not only that, that, but uh, compared to other uh, other IT uh, people, you don't need to take care of the backups. You don't need to care. This is why I like uh, uh, different courses. Uh, that, that we do in, um, uh, of I don't know, Red Hat or whatever, or Microsoft, whatever. The Friday means that you're done. Mm-hmm. You get your grades, people get their grades, everything is done. That's it. You can forget. Go
1: home and not think about it.
0: Because nobody's going to uh, call you at two o'clock in the morning and say, you forgot to mention uh, a service such and such uh, on on Monday. Wouldn't that be cool? <laughs> yes, this would be a strange thing, but yes. Uh, And this is one of the biggest things and the the biggest advantages of uh, teaching. Uh, You can forget to do something, you can fix it next day, but there is no way for it to be called uh, during the night. Mm -hmm. And not being on call is one of the biggest things that we uh, have uh, when we're doing the teaching. You forget how Annoying is uh, to when be on people call.
1: constantly call you a level one support, fix yeah. the printers, okay. If,
0: and I, I, can I, be, I can be a level three support. I don't care, but if I need to do it in two o'clock in the morning, while being half asleep, it doesn't. It, it doesn't. I, I don't care. I don't want to do it.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I used to be. I used to be a support that was uh, pretty much constantly on call, and even the simplest problem are problems and there are big problems at three o'clock in the morning
1: yes I agree so you think that that would uh, be no great value to you
0: no no because I'm working on Saturday so uh, Friday Friday is uh, just uh, a Thursday another Thursday for me
1: well what about read-only any other day except Saturday for example uh
0: no I'm as I said I'm pushing for no call days no call days no call days so no 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 call Sunday
1: no call Sunday
0: yes nobody is allowed to call me
1: are you saying that to me or just in general No, no just, just general just general <laughs> because we tend to talk on sunday no 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 without it's, working no, no but
0: it is the other thing the other thing is that uh bonbon phones uh, uh created uh an idea that you are always on yeah that's wrong and this is completely wrong yes i agree and this is completely wrong because people uh, expect you to be uh answering your phone all the time again wrong and Uh, the way I'm dealing with this is the same way I'm dealing with the email. Most of the messages I get on my mobile or most of the emails are just suggestions for contact. Mm -hmm. I'm not considering them uh, that somebody wants to contact me. They would like to contact me, but if I'm inclined
1: to do so, I'm going to do it. Thank you for publicly admitting that you're bad with your emails.
0: <laughs> no, no, I'm, 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 I'm probably the worst person that you have ever seen with your with these emails. But, okay, have,
1: you have a real reason for that. I'm I
0: sorry. have. I I must say that right now, and I'm going to check online. Oh, right Lord. now, right now, I have on my in my inbox on Gmail, I have 40,190 messages. Well, done, you. So I'm the complete opposite of uh, getting things done uh, and empty uh, uh, inbox zero. Um, How about read only Friday
1: to do emails?
0: Right click, uh, mark always read. Mm-hmm. That's it.
1: And after that, I do Yes, <laughs> yes. That, that's I switched to learning. Yes, <laughs> I switched to reading. Sorry. Yeah.
0: So, so, so uh, it it takes it takes uh, it, it takes different characters. I'm I'm just going to be the one who is uh, always going to say I'm not answering my emails. And when I answer to, to people, they say, oh. oh there was an answer. I said, yes, this made, uh, made some sense. And then people feel uh, nice. They, they, they tend to think that they're special because I answered their email. Yet again, manipulation. Yes. Yes, I'm completely fine with this.
1: I because agree with w- w- when, I
0: get, when I get 100 messages per day, I want people to feel special when I answer them.
1: Yeah, that only happens if they know that there was 100 people contacting you, by the way. Uh, okay, I need, to, I need to put this into my signature. What, uh, how many unread messages you have?
0: Yes, I, 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 I see. I used to have that. No, I have a signature that is going to be an icon with 40,000 unread messages. And I said, you're not one of those. <laughs> so affirmative action. <laughs> yes, yes, Like <laughs>
1: doing this for somebody yes. <laughs> to make them feel special. Okay, so we are, we are completely off the rails. Uh, no, no, no. Uh, let's, let's go back to the original topic. Uh, actually, I, I was thinking about this. I don't... Definitely don't see the value in Read Only Friday before my life, although I understand that there are some people who do, perhaps, for the very same reasons that you mentioned. Uh, but for me, actually, the problem is much more about some structural things that you also just mentioned, which I also kind of hinted at, which would be that I'm not sure whether we are or not, but times change, o temporal mores, as the Latin people say, so do the customs. So does the legal framework. I think that the idea of a four-day working week ain't so bad at all. I also think that what was introduced, I think, in Germany a couple of years ago about the, you know, email systems outside the working hours, whatnot, like forbidden communication.
0: I'm completely with this. I'm I'm
1: becoming more and more fine with this, actually, as well.
0: But you, are the, you can do the uh, change in the, uh, in the local exchange. So you're just one small step uh, from, from implementing this. <laughs> yeah,
1: you want me to, right? No, yeah, no You don't I, read emails. Just, just, just saying. Just saying. <laughs> just saying. Yeah, just for the sake of conversation. Yes. Just laying it out there. Yeah, that's good. Transferring, the, uh, uh, acknowledging the, uh, my non existent power. OK. OK. Then, or like thereof. My primary problem is not any of those topics, actually. Uh, Again, my primary problem is the way in which people feel completely comfortable in taking the reins of your life in terms of time, in any shape or form possible. An example for that. I had a situation in which I was waiting for somebody to give me a call at a certain time. And it's not that I set that time, it's that person set the time. That person said, I'm going to call you at on that day at that particular time, okay? Which means that I made myself available for that time slot, which we arranged and that that person doesn't call me while one, you know, repeat that end times, which is what happens a lot of times in various different, uh, let's say incarnations. It doesn't have to be a phone call. It can be, uh, I'm waiting for you to send me some information on that day, on that hour, not you just okay. generally speaking. I'm waiting for somebody to send me a piece of information about some kind of VPN connection that I need to configure. That doesn't happen. All of that accumulates over time. And uh, the the accumulation of that means that it's not only that I have to spend the extra original amount of time that I scheduled for that. It's always with a little bit of extra because, as I'm sure you know, the work has a nasty tendency of kind of like, uh, you know... um, backing up not only backing up it's like you know, like uh, you know bank along with interest it's an interesting that happens yes it's, uh, the work as such is incredibly let's say capable of accruing additional interest without you even noticing it's incredible how 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 uncomplicated that is from the work standpoint yet how much time it can take you so my primary uh, problem with the Read Only Friday isn't the, the, the necessarily the idea of having Read Only Friday. It's about the fact that people have completely wrong habits, which compounded by the company size and the, the amount of people that are employed by a certain employer. And I'm not talking necessarily about our company, but this is my experience outside of these walls. The amount of uh, 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 chaos that gets introduced to the system by not being respectful to other people's time, by not being respectful to the critical things that need to be done, etc. I think that that's a very good stomping ground for developing nonsense uh, conversations and topics like Read Only Friday. And that goes to one of the points that I made previously in some of the other episodes. People are very, very, very talented in not taking responsibility for the stuff that they should do. But I don't think that this is something that is a
0: new thing. So I don't think that... No, just laying it out there. Yes, but people are extremely uh, incapable of understanding that sometimes they do have some things that they are in charge of
1: responsible, responsible
0: for. for and that uh, with power comes responsibility
1: mm-hmm.
0: and this is something that is I think ingrained deeply in the human uh, psyche so this is something that is going to be forever a problem and my perspective for this is I just don't wait for wait for people to call
1: yeah. <laughs> you <laughs> when, do you do realize that that's the wrong solution yes. It's a completely wrong solution. Yes, what would be more uh, more normal solution is picking up the phone, calling that person, and telling him some st- him or her some stuff in loud and not no, necessarily no, no, polite No, 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 Because if he
0: uh, behaves like this, he has some 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 uh, sort of a character flaw. I have one of those flaws because I sometimes forget to call people when I uh, told them that I'm going okay. to call them. You're not the topic. Yes, okay, but I'm not the topic here, but. Uh, I usually, I usually uh, make point of calling people when I need something because I know that if they're making uh, they, uh, their time available for me and I need something, I need to use the time. But it's another thing. When somebody does this to me, mm-hmm. I just simply ignore it. And then next time they call, <coughs> I'm going to just say, mm, I'm not available right now because I didn't make time. Last time you took my time, now I don't have the time. Call mm-hmm. me in ten minutes. Call me in half an hour. Call me in three days. Yes, because if he needs the, the this thing done, I'm going to do it then. But I'm not wasting my time.
1: No, I understand. And this busy. is
0: this is the only this is the only way that I can deal with those. I'm. I'm not going to lose any sleep about uh, somebody who didn't call me. I just I'm just going to make him lose sleep. No, about I'm strictly
1: talking about work. Not talking about private life. In private life, I'm an ignorer, just like you are.
0: Uh, But in work, uh, I think this is uh, happening less in the private life than it it is work, because people tend to not think... Yeah, but work doesn't get done then. But uh, there is a breaking news for you. Some people don't care about work getting done.
1: I know that very very breaking news, (laughs) actually, to your point, uh, which you kind of made, I just want to verbalize that there is a very, very good famous quote from House MD show which I just happen to so much identify with and agree with, which is that the pe- people choose the, the path that grant them the highest amount of awards, rewards for the least amount of effort. This is something that's imprinted in our DNA. Yes for most of us. vast majority of us. I, I, I see evidences of that all around me all the
0: time. And we feel sorry for you?? Huh? we feel sorry for you, why? Because you're not one of us, damn it. <laughs> Yeah, I'm, I'm <laughs> this, not. this I'm, is the only I, thing that they can say. No, I'm
1: not, I'm, uh, but uh, as you said, with, uh, with no, I'm joking. Dish- I'm joking, of no, 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 course. No, you're correct. But uh, you but, but are correct, actually. But factually.
0: I'm going. But I'm going to go with the, another quote. Uh, this another quote is by uh, Douglas Adams. Do you know what somebody else's problem is? No. So the idea of uh, if, if something matters to you and it doesn't matter to me, this is your problem. Yeah. And it doesn't need to be my problem. And if I am able to completely not making my problem this is completely fine mm-hmm. so if somebody calls you or should be calling you and he doesn't call you he has a problem then and you shouldn't be the calling this is your problem this is not your problem this is his problem and okay, it's going to I become an that. even bigger problem uh, than yeah, that yeah
1: but you actually are on the correct uh, I completely agree with you uh, but you, uh, for as you said, p- with power, p- a little bit of power comes responsibility, something yes. like that. It's different for me. You know that, I don't yes. have to explain this to you because uh, unlike in a lot of situations in which people just can say, yeah, it's not my problem. There are situations in which I can't. Because uh, because the, uh, the the mountain of problems that's going, going to fall on our heads, if somebody does that too, something that I urgently need for him, from him and her in the certain time period, if that doesn't happen, that's going to fall on our shoulders, usually on mine because I'm not going to let you have that problem, which you uh, constantly uh, nag me about, but it is what it is. But
0: I think that this is one of those things that you should be sometimes able to just let fall. Yeah, sometimes and the it chaos is, is good. And it is not going to fall on our shoulders because uh, if the chaos is good enough, Nobody's going to be able to make out shoulders uh, from heads from DFT, uh, So, so from shoveling. So, so we can just we can just enjoy uh, the enjoy the
1: humor. Enjoy, enjoy the humor of yeah, it. The, the animated movie that's going to happen. Yeah. And so, so take some popcorn.
0: So sometimes, just not saying anything and just stepping away is uh, the correct way to and do it.
1: Yes, and I don't have that in me. Uh, reason being is that, from my personal standpoint. Is related to the ethics and morality of it, which is a sub-process that always happens in my head. I do not want to manipulate people. For the life of me, I don't want to do that, and hence the reason why oftentimes uh, a lot of work falls into my lap, which I shouldn't do.
0: So I think that the solution for you is going to Read only be Friday. No, the solution for you is going to be me, uh, who is going to say, "Look, a guitar." Mm-hmm. And then
1: you are going to go. I'm I'm a small child. Yeah, you are going to go away and. uh, You are doing assembly programming, basically, on me. No, 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 just. just Look at guitar. You don't have to say the full sentence. It's assembly,
0: basically. Yeah, It's a a set of hands. Mm -hmm. So I'm just going to move you to
1: another place where you can. You need to go home and rethink your life. That's it.
0: (laughs) No, no, just don't care about this uh, phone call. Mm Nothing is going to uh, happen uh, out of it. We should hire an assistant. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Let's finish this thing up because this has gotten completely out of hand. Yeah. Uh, we
1: don't care about Read Only Fridays.
0: We think that uh, whoever is uh, completely on uh, completely uh without uh, any sarcasm thinking about it only Fridays is a person who you who you shouldn't be able to, you shouldn't be doing any work with.
1: Yeah, because they don't know what sarcasm and humor are.
0: No, and then don't have an organization that is able to support whatever you want to do. Yeah. Uh, having any problems with production that is going to be solved by not doing something on a particular given day of or, or the week is a sign is, of a, larger, is, is problem. Is a sign of larger problem. Yeah, okay. Okay, so. With that being said, thank you for being with us. I'm yeah. Yasmin.
1: I'm Bertrand. And we'll see you in the, in the next episode. Bye.